You ever wake up in the middle of the night and you just feel paralyzed, unable to move, and overcome by a sense of dread and fear? Well, if so, you've most likely been the victim of the night hag. So stick around. In this episode, we're going to explore this phenomenon. Now, for most everyone, sleep comes as a welcome gift at the end of the long day. Now, for some, it brings with it a sense of fear and dread. Now, you see, the darkness has a way of making the the fear of the unknown very real. I mean, deep in the shadows of darkness is where the creeping things and ghoulish demons do their bidding. Now, you dare not hang your arm off the side of the bed as you sleep, or you will be pulled down into the eternal darkness by the monsters lurking just beneath the mattress never to be seen again. Now, I remember some years back, I had a visit by the dreaded night hag. It was one of the eeriest experiences of my adulthood, and the feeling of that experience stays with me to this very day. Now, this is my recount of that experience. Now, when my wife and I were first married, we lived in a few rental properties before purchasing our first home. And one of the rental properties that we stayed in for a while was owned by her former boss. It was an older brick home that sat off the main road at the edge of a long driveway. And while there was nothing wrong with the house that we knew of, it always had a weird vibe to it for me. You know, I never really talked about it with my wife at the time we were staying there. I just felt uneasy in the place especially when I was by myself. Now, the rooms were odd and mismatched in a disjointed kind of way, and the whole place just felt strange to me. Nights and early mornings, I always felt uneasy when I was alone. Now, in my head, I didn't think the place was haunted, but at the time, it felt like it was not quite right to my senses. You know, it had a way of making you do a double take of the shadows in the place. Now, one night, I was startled from my sleep and pulled into the darkness of our room from my slumber. Now, the second my eyes opened, I felt a different kind of fear take hold of me. Not the normal start from sleep that we experience at times. This was a different gravity altogether. You see, I couldn't move. Try as I might, my body refused to move. I strained to try to raise my arms. I turned my head. Anything at all, I just wanted to move. Now, my mind started racing, and I thought I would just call out to my wife sleeping right next to me, and she would help me. But not a sound escaped from my mouth. I was unable to speak, unable to utter the seemingly simple word, help. Now, my eyes started racing around the room, looking frantically for something that I felt was getting closer to me. And with each passing second, I grew more distressed and fearful. I stared at the door. That was leading to the hallway. The the door was slightly open and I was waiting for someone or something to enter. And all of a sudden, I had the overwhelming feeling that something was in the room with me. I could feel it with every inch of my body. Fear and dread of the unknown took a deep hold of my soul and I felt like this was the end. I just wanted to move. I felt like it lasted an eternity. Now, some moments later, I thawed from my frozen state and regained the ability to move freely, and I sat up in bed and looked around. And slowly, the fog of dread seeped away from my brain, and I was able to think clearly again. So I got up, looked around the room, looked down the hall, and finding nothing, I returned to my bed 
hiding a little bit deeper in the safety of the covers, shaken but waiting for sleep to return. Now, the experience I had at the time, it really unnerved me for a while, and I had never, that I can recall, had the experience before or since then. Now, later in years, I would come to understand that there was a name for the paralysis that I had experienced. It was called the Old Hag Syndrome. And to understand why it's called that, we have to look at folklore and legends from the old world. I mean, that's where the old hag draws her power from. Now, she is sometimes called the Night Hag, and she's the supernatural being responsible for the all-too-real phenomenon of sleep paralysis. And the legend goes that she sits on the chest of her intended victim, rendering them unable to move and causing shortness of breath. Now, with that, she also brings with her a deep sense of dread and fear. Now, in the Scandinavian culture, she is known as a mare. Now, because of that, she, this is where the word nightmare actually comes from. It's derived from this legend of old. Now, a mare or a demon is, is something or someone that visits in the night causing distress. Hence the word nightmare. Now, she is also the hag and has many different origins. And one such origin is that she is said to be a witch or the ghost of a witch that has the ability to traverse from the land of the dead into the land of the living to torment her victims. And she is described as gruesome-looking in appearance, weathered and worn, repugnant in form, and malevolent to her very core. That's right, a demon prowling the darkness, looking to steal the very breath and souls of her victims. Now, the night hag is really not, you know, stuck in the old world, if you will. We still have this phenomenon to this very day. And in different cultures, the night hag or the, or the old hag is known in a, in a lot of different ways. Now, in the Scandinavian culture, the hag is known as the mare, which is a cursed woman that sits on the chest of her victims, causing distress and nightmares. Karabasan is the name for sleep paralysis in the Turkish culture. Now, the jinn, as it is called, holds the victim down and tries to strangle the person. Now, if you're in Thailand, you are most likely the victim of a ghost known as Fi-Am that inflicts harm on the victim. In the Korean culture, sleep paralysis is Gawi Nulim, or being pressed down by something scary in a dream. You know, the list of names and explanations for this phenomenon go on and on, and it seems every culture has a, a supernatural being or an explanation for sleep paralysis. Now, while you may grin or smirk at the thought of a ghoulish witch or otherworldly monster creeping in the cover of darkness and preying on hapless souls while the world sleeps, this was just the way that people reconciled the bizarre occurrence of sleep paralysis before the rise of science and medicine as we know it today. So what is the phenomenon of sleep paralysis? The night hag phenomenon, in layman's terms, is when your body does not transition correctly from either wakefulness to sleep or sleep to wakefulness. It kind of gets stuck between the two states, and an overlap is created. Now, this is where it gets weird. You see, when you fall into REM sleep, your brain shuts down your muscle functions, your arms, your legs, your head, etc. And it does so to protect itself from bodily harm during very vivid or overly animated dream states. Ever dreamed you were falling and you feel that jerk of your legs or your arm right before you, you, you fall asleep? This is kind of the, the reason your brain shuts down your body. Now, if the body starts to transition but gets stuck between the states of REM sleep and wakefulness, the muscle switch is still turned off, but you are consciously aware that you are awake mentally. 
And because of this, your body has not caught up with the brain yet. The senses are working, but the body is still rendered immobile, creating paralysis. And this paralysis also creates a sense of fear in the victim. Now, one of the side effects or one of the things that is, is usually accompanied with sleep paralysis is it creates vivid hallucinations during an episode. Now, this part of the, the equation has given rise to the belief in alien abductions, demons, or the hag witch in your general presence, or something that's just out of sight, but you swear it's there, and it's coming to drag you off into the bowels of the darkness of night and terror. Now, unfortunately for those that have this experience on a regular basis, there's no known cure for it or agreed upon way to stop it, in part because it's a non-life-threatening disorder and doctors really don't spend too much time on it trying to figure it out. Some of the triggers that they say cause it are stress, eating disorders, emotional distress are all said to be, you know, main triggers of this phenomenon. But again, this is only a best guess scenario. So if you think back to the old world way of thinking before science and medicine, I mean, this was the way of things. There was no rational explanation for something considered bad that maybe happened in the day-to-day life of, of every person. And if there was no rational explanation, well, then you had yourself a witch or a demon problem. You know, malevolent creatures from the darkness of the underworld, sometimes mischievous creatures creating calamity for humans trying to go about their day-to-day existence as best they could. So there you have it, the night hag. Have you ever experienced the night hag? Have you ever had this phenomenon of sleep paralysis? If you have, it's a scary experience. And it's one that doesn't leave you readily. It just sticks with you. Because, again, when I had my experience, um, it really freaked me out for the longest time. I, I really didn't know how to rationalize it. Of course, at the time... I didn't know what it was. I didn't know, you know, that other people had had this. To me, in my own little bubble, all I thought of was I'm the only one that was almost possessed or taken away by a demon in the night. So I hope that you don't experience this. But if you do, I hope that the episodes are minimal at best and just very very quick and over and done. Or maybe you've had it so many times that you're used to it and it doesn't bother you anymore. Anyway the night hag scary business scary business indeed and a, a fitting a fitting episode for the month of october as we're coming into the halloween season i'm really looking forward to uh halloween i got something special planned for halloween night it's on a saturday this year i'm looking forward to that we're going to do a special live stream on my youtube channel about halloween we're going to have some cool stuff going on and i'd like to have a little contest or a little something there we'll, we'll figure something out for that but anyway And since we're in the month of October, if you've got a scary story or a spooky experience that's happened to you somewhere down the line in your history of life, and you'd love to share it with the world just outside your door, please send it to me at beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. That's beardedguypodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your story during the month of October for the world to hear. So if you've got something that's really creeped you out, send it to me. I'd love to hear from you. And while you're emailing, let me know what you think about the, the podcast episodes. Let me know what you think about the show in general. I do appreciate you coming by. Man, it means so much to me, my listeners. I can't thank you enough. I know I say that too much, but I I can't thank you enough for coming by and just hanging out with me when you could have done anything else in the world just outside your door. So thank you so much. I do appreciate your support and your listenership. And as always, my hope that you have a great day, a better day tomorrow, and a wonderful week ahead of you. And until next time, this is the Bearded Guy Podcast.